and welcome to TV My Husband Hates. I'm Kat Sims. And I'm Regan Kempton. And we are reality TV addicts. Addicts, uh, aficionados. Ooh, I like that. Experts. Experts. Basically, we know our shit when it comes to reality TV. 100%. Hi, everybody, and welcome back. We have been away for a week due to illness, unheard of in TV My Husband Hates, but nevertheless, we decided to take a week off because Reagan was poorly sick. How are you doing, Reagan? I'm doing good. I'm doing way better than I was last week. Um, last week was just kind of a shit show, really, because uh, I forget why we couldn't record on Friday. Some reason. Probably my fault. Maybe. And then I didn't have any childcare. So we decided to record on Sunday and I woke up with a really nasty fever and a bunch of COVID symptoms. And uh, yeah, turns out I am positive for COVID-19. She is glowing with COVID. Actually, I have to say, I say that, <laughs> but you look amazing. Thank you. I've lost four pounds this week. I mean, listen, that's a silver lining, but I, <laughs> I don't think I look that good without COVID. So good on you. Oh, thanks. I mean, it's probably the massive amounts of sleep. Like my husband has been killing it watching our two boys because they're also home because obviously we all have to quarantine now. So he's been working and watching the kids and taking care of me and doing all this amazing stuff. So he's been a badass, but I've been getting loads of sleep, like naps and sleeping all through the night and I mean, that's, that's the one thing that COVID's grateful, right? You can play the COVID card and you basically just get to sleep the whole... I mean, you feel a bit crappy, but you, yeah. you get all that sleep. All the sleep. All the sleep. I'm watching loads of Grey's Anatomy, even the new ones, which are all the COVID um, episodes, which kind of scare the shit out of me a little what? bit. What? There's a new, there's oh, new yeah. Grey's Anatomy Grey's with Anatomy COVID? Grey's Anatomy started last week, so season 17 is out now, um, <gasps> and it is all about COVID, and you watch it, and it especially when you've got COVID, it kind of scares the shit out of you. I'm like, I don't know if I should be watching this. But yes, there's I a new just season got the of chills. Grey's Anatomy. I love Grey's Anatomy. I had no idea there's another one out. That's me yeah. sorted. That's ace. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> um, but other than that, you're still in renovation. you still got renovations going on. You're still all living in the basement. Yeah. You're sick. Yeah. And the kids are home from school. They're home from school. And actually, both of their schools closed for different reasons before we even had to quarantine. So it's kind of actually the best time. Like, if this had to happen, the bummer is we miss Thanksgiving, which really blows. It's one of my favorite holidays. But um, it's kind of the best time. Like, we can all just yeah. hunker down and be alone and... You know. Uh, well, maybe we thing. should fa- maybe we should schedule in our greatest showman watch party this week while you're quarantining. Ooh, maybe we should. Maybe, maybe we could do that this should. weekend. Yes. Um, Alrighty. But before we move on to the shows, we obviously didn't do the post bag last week because we didn't do the podcast last yeah. week. But we are going to use the post bag submissions that you gave us last week because. Um, it was inspired by the Real Housewives of Potomac episode where Ashley leaves baby Dean with Michael. I mean, I don't know about you, but we could all see that not going well right off yeah. the bat. I actually and don't think she overreacted all that much to that. I mean, I know we didn't really get to talk about it, but like if every time I left my husband, he ended up like going to a hotel room with strippers, I'd probably be a little fucking freaked out. I mean, I agree. He, it's not like she's left him 
in sole charge all he has to do is be home for seven o'clock right. and i think if he can't do that i would lose my shit too fuck yeah like, just one thing so sh- i was totally team ashley last week yeah um but the question we asked for the post bag was have you ever left your kid with your partner or with somebody else and they did something like a mega ridic while they, they did that and one of the things jimmy did when i left um baby billy my eldest with him when she was a bit he drew like eyebrows and um <laughs> let's just say a politically incorrect mustache on her and sent it to me by pictures on the phone i don't think i ever heard about that that's fucking hilarious i don't mean, i mean it's not something i shout about if i'm honest uh but yeah that's I, what happened i want to see the picture now I know. Well, maybe I'll sh- I don't even know if I can find it. I was looking for like early pictures and somehow yeah. my phone stops at like 2015. Like, it doesn't have anything before that, but I will look and see if yeah. we can find them. Oh, um, but you came up, guys, listeners, with your own ridic things that your partners or aunties or actually sometimes yourselves had done. And it really gave us joy. So Reagan's chosen a couple. Yeah. Um, and do you want to kick off with yours? Sure. Okay. This one, um, I find really, this was very near and dear because I really remember like the first, like having our oldest, obviously. And I remember one night there was like a sick night where, uh, our oldest vomed peed on me, pooped and did it like all at the same time. Like everything was exploding at the same time. Um, and yeah, so this one, this one rang really close to my heart, left my six month old with daddy. So I could go to the supermarket, came back to find her sitting in two inches of poo water in the bath as she had had a happy explosion. And daddy felt the best way to handle it was to sit her in the bath covered in poo. So I had to clean her and the bath angry face emoji. We still talk about it now, 14 years later. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, that's not why. Cool. Why didn't he shower? I don't know. Wouldn't a shower have been a better option? I, I don't. I I don't know the thought process of like seeing your baby covered in poo and being like, "Oh, I'll just stick her in the bath <laughs> and like not wash any of it off. <laughs> just let her marinate in her own <laughs> shit." <laughs> oh, yikes! Um, so this one I really liked because I told a story again. This was my mum. When I was a baby, we didn't have such things as car seats. No. Not, not a thing. Instead, they just used to put us in a bassinet in the, on the back seat yeah. and hope for the best. Yeah. Anyway, I think my mum got back from shopping and put me and my bassinet on the roof of the car to like load everything up. You can see where this is going, can't you? And then she was in a multi-story car park. So thank God she was driving super slow. But she got... It was the olden days when you didn't have... Um, machines to pay at there was like a man at the bottom right. in a in a like cabin and you paid him anyway she stopped to pay the man wound down the window and he went excuse me madam you do know that you have a baby on your roof and she'd driven all the way out of this multi-story car park with me on the roof of the car well good thing your mom drives drives so slow i know I mean, well, if it had been your dad it, you probably would have fallen right off I mean, I would have been deaded for sure. (laughs) Um, Anyway, this was said that her partner started reversing out of the car park and couldn't see Hugo in the seat. He hadn't strapped him in, so he was in the footwell of the car. (laughs) We never let him forget that. Yeah, I mean, 
Love those stories. This one is short and sweet and to the point, and I love it. Uh, not feeding the nine-month-old because she didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is funny, except that most not like if they start screaming, surely that's their version of asking. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I almost need more information about that one. Like, was she just sat there screaming of hunger pains, but he was yeah. refusing to give her food because she wasn't like, I'd like fish fingers, please. <laughs> Daddy, I'm starting to feel a little peckish. Would you mind whipping some sausages on the grill for me? That would be brilliant. Thanks. Is that what he was expecting from the nine-month-old? I love it. Um, my last one is... I just hit my head on the microphone, so that's going to be a weird noise. Sorry. Um, my last one is uh, a husband, and I just like this one because of the imagery that she uh, creates. Husband took baby and pram to the local shop to get a paper and parked her up and left her outside like a dog. <laughs> I will say, though, when I read that one, I thought about, what is the, like, go ask the, is it, um, oh, what is it? Go ask the midwife? That's what people used oh. to do with babies. Oh, yeah. Call All the, the time. On the east end of London. Like, they just left their bassinets outside. Yeah, I mean, I don't think actually I did do it. I was going to say, did I do it? I don't think I did. I think I did in when I went to visit my parents in North Yorkshire, and we were going, and I was running into the pub for some change, and there was loads of stairs, but it was North Yorkshire, and it was the Dales. There was nobody there. But yeah. yes, I do like the way I sort of imagine him like putting it up, pulling pulling it up to a lamppost, maybe even putting a chain on it like a bike, right, <laughs> <laughs> to protect the pram, right. But obviously, obviously not, the baby. not the baby. Yeah. Um, and then sauntering in for a paper and a natter. Yeah, I mean, why not? Well, I mean, the things that they do. Uh, but that in mind, thank you very much for getting involved with Postbag. We yes. always love it. It's nice to have your voices on the, um, I keep saying it every week, one day we'll have a prize for the people that we mentioned, but it's it's not today. So no. today you just have to make do with um, our praise and thanks. Absolutely. They were brilliant. Thank you for everyone who participated. Um, so let's get on with the first show. Reagan, it's Potomac. And what are your thoughts on this week's show? I mean, I think it was all about Ashley and Candace. And at first, I agree. I, because we've been team Ashley pretty much this entire season. Ashley's not put a step wrong. She's been really thoughtful. We've been really empathetic about what she's going through. But I was a little put off by Ashley this week. Um, and it started I for agree. me, the like not being cool with Candace, just casually chatting about maybe becoming a mother. Yeah. We talked about this before we came on air and I agree that it wasn't attractive behavior, but I could, I also sort of felt like I could see where it was coming from. Like, I think that there's a lot of stuff that let's not forget there has been a lot of stuff in previous right. seasons where Candace has behaved atrociously to Ashley. For sure. And for Ashley, sure. I think, has we've given Ashley credit for like being able to to get over a lot of that and move forward with Candace. I think the motherhood conversation has triggered something in Ashley that has just left her raging. And so I feel like she's addressing that with her. Um yeah. And I think it's difficult because we've seen Ashley be so magnanimous about so many things. So when we do see her being a bit unreasonable about something or a bit harsh about something, it feels a bit jarring. But 
credit to Candice for not losing her shit. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think we've seen a lot of growth in Candice this season. In per- I mean, definitely. I mean, this season and last season are like night and day, Candice. Like, yeah. she's, you know, taking a step back. She's really trying to be thoughtful about her response. And I think Chris has a lot to do with that. I think Chris is really, you know, talks to her about like, losing her shit and keeping her cool. Um, And I do think, I mean, not to harp on Ashley too much, but we also see a different Ashley this season. Ashley has not always been super chill, not in anybody's business either. Like I, I feel like Giselle and Robin were really like apt and they pointed out that Ashley kind of used to act like Candace in like the earlier seasons. I think Ashley's gone through that transition that we all go through when you have a baby, when you suddenly realize that you're not the center of the universe, that actually you're pretty fucking low down on the pecking order. Right. And, um, and I think it gives you empathy. We saw it with Cameron in Southern Charm last season. Like it just triggers something in you that makes you more empathetic, more generous of spirit. And mm-hmm. I think that's what we've seen. And also less time for bullshit. Like, yeah. I don't think Ashley had the time or the energy to engage in another fight with Candace. She wanted it done. You don't, you just, you don't get enough sleep for that shit. Right. So I think that that's definitely kind of driven her change. And I think you're right about Candace. I think Chris is a hundred percent behind this. I think she's in therapy too. That's probably helping. Right. And I think being away from her mum is also like putting up boundaries with her mum is also really, really helping. That being said, I think here's the thing. They're going to work through the motherhood thing. No yeah. problem. What they're not going to work through, I think we can all safely assume is the fact that Ashley has written this statement for Candice. And I've got to be honest, I'm team Candice on this. Hell Yes. And I think Wendy, um, I feel like I saw previews of Wendy calling her out and just being like, no, you're just being hateful. Like, yeah, this statement actually is, is no help for Candace whatsoever. Like it's not, it's not about giving a character reference. It's a character assassination. And I, and I think that's a hundred percent right. I think that's why Monique asked Ashley to do it in the first place. And obviously this is where Ashley's unresolved feelings are all going to go live on this document. I exactly. And that's, what's motivating her. She's, she's spinning the tail that she's doing it to reciprocate, um, for Monique and Chris's support with ass grabbing gate and Michael. (laughs) But I think that's just, uh, a big fat justification. I think actually this is about her seeing an opportunity to stab, to get Candace back. And Robin puts it perfectly. She's like, I would get it. If your statement was in support of Monique's character and not about assassinating Candace's character, For sure. that would be fine. That would make sense. And I think she nails it. This isn't about Monique. This is about her undermining getting back at, at Candace. And, and, and the irony is Ashley is like the only person who did not see what happened at all. Right. Well, um, the statement's not even about the evening no. at hand, right? It's about like the knife evening from a year ago or whatnot. But I will say this, as much as Ashley keeps going on and on about how there for her Monique was, it leads me to believe that there is deleted footage of shit that actually went down with Michael that nobody knows about because like Monique was like, oh no, there are no like cameras down there or whatnot. 
I feel, and I mean, I, this has no basis. I know, in I like any it. Sort of fact, but I feel like Monique must have seen something on some video or whatnot about the ass grab gate and buried it. I and mean, that's listen, why if Ashley that's, is down to do if this. If that's the case, then that takes Monique to a whole new level of fucking dark and deceitful, right? If she is now blackmailing Ashley based on some evidence that she's got of Michael being the dirty bastard that we all know he is anyway. So let's not... Yeah, yeah. We're not going to be surprised by that. That takes her to a whole new level. Obviously, well, this I don't is even all conjecture. Know if, I don't even know if Monique is blackmailing her so much as told, maybe said something like, Ashley, I have this other footage. I didn't... Like, I deleted it. It's gone. Nobody's going to ever know about it. Like, told her that when it happened. And now when she needs, you know, like, not that she's blackmailing yeah. her now, but like, Ashley just calling knows it that in. she did this favor for her. So Ashley's going to step up and do Monique a solid. As oh, well. I think that definitely, I like, I think that definitely, I think definitely Monique is calling in a favor yeah. here and it smacks of Monique that she wants an assassination of Candace rather than a support of her own character, which would hands down be the best way to go because otherwise you look petty and vengeful and it doesn't look great. So the jokes on both of them, but Ashley is severely misled here and I think she's made the wrong decision. And I think she knows she has. Totally. It's not a good look. No, it isn't. I think we're going to see more of that next week. Um, I think we are too, but let's see how this plays out because I think it's going to be explosive. Absolutely. While we've got you here, we'd love to talk to you about our brand new Patreon account. Woohoo! It's all the extra content that is not only about reality TV, but all the other TV that we happen to be watching. And if that wasn't cool enough, we also give away a little bit more about ourselves. So there's lots of personal stuff on there too, if you want to get to know us better. So head on over to patreon.com, search for TV My Husband Hates, and all this extra content can be yours for less than a cup of coffee. Or a glass of wine. Whatever you choose. And we are back. Now, let's move on to Below Deck. Uh, episode two or three? Are we on three maybe now? We're on three, yeah. Um, and despite everything, we had Charlie on board. I have to say, I thought he was going to be a total dick. I thought he was going to log all of this stuff, be nice as pie about it, and then use it to slice that tip in half. And actually... He left the biggest tip I think I've ever seen on Below Deck. Agreed. I think I think so. He left twenty five thousand dollars as a tip, and I, I hand to heart think this is the the largest tip I've ever seen on any of the Below Decks. Well, I wonder if they were just so embarrassed about the fight at the end on the last night over James that they, he was just like, "I'm just going to throw money at this problem and walk I mean, away." Like it's he mortifying. Had to. That was, fight was so ridiculous. It was so embarrassing. Like, especially just really for the one girl, too. Um, yes. Not the girl who's Sh- was. Was it Shay? Yeah, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. I, just, she- I felt so cringy for her. Like, this is just like, this is James, like the pretty boy on the yacht. You just enjoy him. It's not like you're going to have gonna a relationship. I'm going to fall in love with him. Oh. It was- oh. <laughs> I don't know what that fight was really about, but I'd love to know. Because Me it, too. Because it could not have just been about James. 
Anyway, whatever it was really about, it landed them a 25k <laughs> tip. I'm pretty sure that's what that was about. Because it certainly wasn't about the service, because frankly, it was a fucking shambles. Um, oh, it was such a shit show. It was a complete shit show. But the guests leave and we get our first night out. Now, you and I both know, and we've spoken about it a lot, that the nights out on Blow Deck are, are one of our favorite episodes. So I was really yeah. excited for this. Um, uh, I didn't feel like they really delivered. No, they just went out to eat. That's they not what to we're bed. here for, guys. We need you They're to like go before eat, 11. drink a lot, go to a club, drink a lot, drink yeah. more. Hook up. S- hook up, shag, yeah. fall over, fall off swings, maybe a, a, an injury or two, yeah. just a small one. We're not asking a lot here. Abuse of the boat when you get back so that Captain right? Lee gets up without his shirt on and says, God damn it. <laughs> That's what we want from a night out. What we got. For sure. What we fucking got was like a starter. I've had wilder nights out since having children. I've had wilder nights out since lockdown. This is like <laughs> the lamest night out I've ever seen. I'm with James. Like poor James. Oh, yeah. He's a lad from Blackpool. He's a northerner. So this, I know what he's thinking. I'm a northerner. He was out on the lash. Like he wanted to yeah. have fun and he could not find a friend. And I felt really sorry for him. A hundred percent. We're here for you, James. We would have been your friends. We would have stayed out with you. We hundred percent. I mean, we would have been arrested if we'd have been there. You know what we're like. We never go home. No. It we would have, have lost been our awful. jobs on the boat. We would have we would lost have everything. Tired. We would have lost our... It would have been awful. Imagine the first time we actually get back together after this coronavirus chaos. Like, that night is going to be ridiculous. We're going to blow our load way too early. It's going to be like 10 <laughs> o'clock and we're going to be hammered on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> with our husbands real. looking disapprovingly down upon us as we try and, and sing the words we'll to Wilson of, Phillips, hold on. Right, we'll have loads of dub smash and TikTok videos <laughs> to document the entire thing. So and I'm we'll sure think you we'll all have will done, see it. We'll think that we'll have done the lip syncing really, really well, but then we'll wake up in the morning and we like, <laughs> the didn't even know the My words. My eyes will be like this yeah. big, you won't even be able to see them. <laughs> Anyway, enough about us. Um, yeah. Literally the worst night out ever on Below Deck. Thanks for that, guys. And then we get a new stew, Izzy. Uh, no, we get a new stew, Ashley. Ashling. Ashling. Oh. Yeah. Um, and Izzy moves out to the exterior, which, I mean, Francesca's sigh of relief. I don't blame her. No, and I think actually Izzy is where she is meant to be. I mean, she's already better than Shane. Out on I mean, deck anyways. I mean, I've got a six-year-old, you'd be better than Shane. Yeah, but hopefully, like, this is just where she's supposed to be. Because it seems like she's happier and willing to move a hell of a lot faster than she was on the interior. And uh, hopefully this rights all the wrongs. Let's hope so. I have to say, I'd definitely rather be on the outside than the inside. Oh, yeah. I think the inside would be a shit job. I do, too. Um... So we get the news to you, Ashling. I mean, she seems nice. I felt for her though. She literally just got off a flight from Australia yeah. and is now like smack bang straight into it. Yeah, it's hard going for sure. Because I think it, what she said, she had like 30 hours of flights. Oh God, can you even imagine? I'd be in no. tears as well. Um, and yeah. then we get the new guests and these guests are just awful. Awful. I, I, I don't understand 20 year olds that have the money to party on a yacht. 
Well, their dads have the money to party on yeah. yacht. But it's like, I just don't think it should be allowed. I just don't think no. that a bunch of 22-year-olds should be allowed to be on a yacht that their daddy's paid for with staff that are working there and then to ask for a naked sushi model. Yeah, see, I didn't get as offended by that as seemingly all of the rest of social media. Like, it's a big thing on all of the oh, is it? social media chat things, on at least on Facebook. People are very up in arms about this, but, like, it, it's a thing. Like, oh, yeah, no, I know on, it's a thing. On, like, Sex and the City and things like that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was. Like, that's 20 years ago. I don't know. I think it's a little bit old. I think it's a little bit old school. It's a little bit out of date. And yeah, I think for 22-year-olds sure. to be yeah, asking for it. I would expect it, them to be a little bit more... Cooler, woke but also and, woke. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. It just all felt a little bit like something old. a 50-year-old man like would... Like their dads would have done. Yeah, because they thought it'd be really fun. And actually, it's just yeah. a little bit misogynistic. And it's just a bit like, really? Like, also, hygiene. Like, I just... Yeah, no. Sushi is a tricky food. Like, you don't fuck around with it. No, as Rachel says, fish on fish. Exactly. Not- I loved Rachel for that, by the way. I loved Rachel for that. I loved Rachel for, like, her complete despair. She's like, this fucking meal was wasted on these 22-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. She should have just not done, not got any of that fancy fish, kept that for the crew, and literally just sliced up some regular Just make some California salmon. rolls. That's all they wanted anyways. California rolls. She would have been good to go. That's it. On, on a bloody yeah. naked lady. Um, anyway, other than that, really we just saw Shane once again get his knickers in a twist. Um calls out Eddie for Eddie's sarcastic comment on the radio. I don't appreciate that, Eddie. <laughs> what hell. a little wanker. He is a, just a little whiny bitch. But here's the thing, like he if is. it had been anybody else, if it had yeah. been James, like doing his job properly and, and Eddie was just a bit sarcastic to him and I respect somebody who goes up and says, listen, I just didn't appreciate it. Like yeah, I think that's, that's not saying what you need and doing it. But, but Shane, you... You've got you to get no to legs. a certain point before you've got no legs. You don't have a leg yeah. to stand on. No, you have no legs. You can't tell people it's raining like 15 minutes after everything is soaked on the boat anyways. Yeah. But I don't know. But I think you're right. Had it been anybody else, I totally would have sided with them. But because it was him, I was like, meh, be as sarcastic as you like to him. Fuck him. <laughs> what do you reckon his chances are of surviving the season? Oh, I think he's going to be gone in like the next few episodes. I do too. He can't. I he think like, was it last week where he had his shirt off and it really fucked off Captain, like Captain Lee does not like him. No, Captain Lee, listen, soon. Captain Lee is an old school man's man. Like, yeah. you know, he's, he's, he's kind of a little bit of a misogynist, but sort of one that we can kind of forgive. Like women have a role and men have a role in Captain yeah. Lee's book. And Shane blurs all of those lines for him. Do you yeah, know what I mean? It like, if one of the uncomfortable. Stu- it does. If one of the stews was doing yoga on the front deck, he'd be like, hmm, nice view. But when right. it's Shane, he's like, I don't understand. This does not compute. <laughs> Boys, stop doing that. Like, go lift some weights or go on the treadmill. That's what makes sense to Captain But Nick. put a shirt on while you do but it. put a fucking because... shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what was one of, hold on. I wrote down one of his, like, brilliant one-liners. Oh, I did too, actually. It's probably uh, the same one for sure. Couldn't drive a straight pin up my ass with a 10-pound sledgehammer. 
That's exactly the one yes. I wrote down to. Yes, the pucker effect. <laughs> yes, man, absolutely. I love that we wrote down the same one. Um, oh, but let's it. move on to the OC. Now, it's getting quite... Oh, I mean, it's. I'm quite tired of the OC. I am too. And I don't know if it's going to get any better. I feel like it's just going to get more cringy as like Corona rages on. Um, I know. It's right a lot. now, I'm only really annoyed with Shannon. Yeah, me too. And Kelly a That's bit, but I Kelly's am. not doing anything new. Shannon's just, yeah. Shannon's just being the most insecure angry she's so insecure she's like vibrating with it and that's the thing with shannon i just wish that she could just have a little bit more strength of her convictions and just go make a decision based on how she feels rather than on how everybody else is feeling and just stick to it well because everything about shannon is how it makes her look to other people and that's what bothers her like when she talks about well i can't come back if you've called me a liar well, you can. Like, you were being a liar. Like, you could just own it and say, yeah. shit, I did say that. I'm sorry. And move on. But no, you're going to, like, dig your heels in because you want to be portray- you want to be seen as being a certain way versus, like, a real human being. Well, and br- let, let's look at the evidence. Bronwyn is owning a lot of shit. She's being very honest about how she's been to Gina. She said, I wanted to yeah. hurt you. I was being a bitch. I'm really sorry. She's been honest about all sorts of things. So why... Would she be lying about this? This one like, thing. This one thing. She's really, tr- she's put herself out there. She's laid herself yeah. bare. She's been vulnerable. So why the fuck would she be lying about this? Which she doesn't really benefit from either no. way anyway at this point. But Shannon cannot ever admit sh- that she's wrong, ever admit that she made a mistake or even may have made a mistake. I talked about right. it a couple of weeks ago. Maybe that she just genuinely doesn't remember or believe that she said it. Right. That, that's a possibility. Fine. Yeah. But you have to be open to the possibility that maybe you did fuck up. Yeah. She fucked up for sure. Not in Shannon's world. Um, no. But she's also rapidly losing allies because Gina is now on board with Bronwyn. Yeah. Elizabeth's fully on board. Kelly's not really. But <laughs> Kelly's not the most sensitive friend in the box, is she? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly is like... If we lived in opposite world, Kelly would be the most sensitive person I'd ever met in my life. But as She's we like don't, the Trump of their friend group. She is. I mean, I don't like her. I don't like Rick. I don't like anything about that. But I can forgive her more because at least she's consistent with who she is. She is who she is. Like You know what you're getting. You, it, like, yeah. But when you look at Kelly, you know exactly what you're going to get. Like, it, it does what it says on the tin, right? Yeah. Um, she's everything you expect her to be. And that's it. And yeah. she owns it. She doesn't try to hide it. And I feel like as much as I don't like it, I respect it. Like, yeah. she is who she is, and that's it. That's my um, problem with Shannon is, like, she just... I don't know well, if she doesn't know who she is. I don't I know. don't know who she is. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That's the thing. Like I you can I can think of five words to describe Kelly, five words to describe Bronwyn, five words to, I can describe them. Shannon, I'm like, I don't get you. I don't know what you're yeah. giving me any day no. of the week. Um no. we've also got coronavirus starting to roll in to the OC. Yeah. Um yeah. unsurprisingly, Shannon's stockpiling. It doesn't yeah. surprise She's me. She's a hoarder for sure. No. Yeah. Entitled cow, it's fine. I'll get over it. Um, 
She's got um, all the Lou role in the OC. It's really interesting, though, across the shows, because we're starting, obviously, to see it come in across all of the shows, to yeah. see the ones that take it seriously and the ones that don't. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. But yeah, and then obviously we end this episode with the vow renewal. The um, vowel renewal? The vowel renewal. <laughs> Reagan says she guys- didn't hear it, but all I heard them talk about, I think it's Shannon that says it the most, but they call it the vowel renewal, and it's really annoying because obviously it's not. Yeah, see, I didn't hear that at all. So you guys chime in. Like, did you hear the vowel renewal <laughs> or the vow renewal <laughs> let's see honestly if you listen up I may close, have to watch hear them. you will you'll hear them vowel okay. renewal vowel renewal it's like oh, not fucking letters they want anyway, to buy some wise they who want can to blame th- them who can blame them um <laughs> and apparently everybody got up in arms about jacob's comments on the old social media people like to get all up in arms about really basic normal shit i feel because i felt like jacob's toast was just that of a 14 year old weird dude who just wanted to be strange because all 14 year olds are awkward and weird absolutely 14 year olds are my favorite kind of weirdos to be really frank with you like they're just insane um so i didn't have a problem with what he said at their vowel renewal <laughs> but then but then we didn't actually bring this up but during this whole party no. shannon's getting her knickers in a twist again because kelly thinks that she's making water and all the rest turns out it's a miscommunication but does it end there no like yeah. it doesn't end there shannon has to then like sit seething throughout the whole ceremony and then as soon as it's over the minute it's over she's like running to gina and emily it's like let Fuck off it's not it about you fucking go just let it go yeah one, my other little thing is Kelly and the whole tequila chat in the bus where Gina is very straight up. Like, look, tequila is one of her triggers, so it's not going to be there. So there are going to be loads of other drinks, but there just won't be tequila. And it really bothered me that Kelly is like, no, we have to go buy tequila. Yeah, it's spoiled. It's spoiled and it's nasty. And if you can't get through one event without some tequila, then there's a pro- then, then drink the there's a problem. Drink the vodka, drink the wine, drink the champagne, drink literally anything else. But she's been very clear about her triggers. And this is the problem with Kelly for me. It's like, she's so self-involved and doesn't give a shit that as much as I respect, like you say, the consistency of bullshit, I I just get tired of it because it's also ugly when you watch a woman of that age behave like that. For sure. And especially to someone who is supposedly your friend. Like yeah. I would think, you know, if Shannon had a problem with tequila, fine. I don't, I don't, I don't care if like Kelly brings it because they are not like friends. But Bronwyn is supposed to be one of her really good friends, yeah. and I would just think that there would be more compassion there rather than these jokes about like not being a quitter. And I, I mean, that's know. dark, isn't that it? I don't tacky. like that. Yeah, no. it is tacky. That's your right. You're right. Um, I mean, I'm sure that the, this is going to rumble on. We're going to be talking about Bronwyn's sobriety for the rest of the season. How the other? For sure. I mean, I also think the other women are quite triggered by it as well, right? Because when somebody yeah. says that they're drinking too much, there's a problem. They start. You start to think about your own drinking and whether you're drinking too much. So maybe that's all playing into this as well. But we'll see. But more excitingly, we are moving on to a brand new, brand new spanking Bravo show, Real Housewives. Oh, oh, I just messed, messed that up. Sorry, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Fucking hell, you can't rely on me for anything. Jesus Christ. Salt Lake Christ. City. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. 
Now, I'm enjoying this. I'm really enjoying this. And I miss that we were not here last week to talk about like the first episode. So maybe we can just blend it all in. But um, I'm here for it. I love these ladies. I like the dynamic. I like the differences. Um, I, think I love the, the filter of is interesting. Yeah. That's what I was just about to say. I love the filter of the Mormonism over everything and the ones that are and aren't, the ones that have been kicked out and the ones that are legit in LDS, dark, deep stuff. Um, It's really interesting. Yeah, no, I love them. Um, And I like the, like, Mary and her, like, crazy church too. Like, it's not just the Mormonism. We also have this, like, (laughs) Presbyterian Pentecostal, isn't it? Oh, it's a lot, man. Mary, it is a lot. Her and step I, grandpas and like, I mean, I, you couldn't I make this shit know. up. You couldn't no. make this shit. This is why I love reality TV. If somebody yeah. did this as a drama, we'd all be like, "Well, that's shit." It doesn't as if that would happen. <laughs> yeah. But because it's reality TV, we're like, "Uh huh." Um, but let's talk because obviously Jen and Mary were picking up in the middle of this party oh. where. Um, Jen and her husband, Sharif, he's gone off. So what she does, which apparently seems totally normal, is empty her entire house of its furniture, completely renovate for a party and host a party for her friend Meredith, which, let's all be honest, is not anything to do with Meredith. And in the middle of it, have a massive fight with Mary about the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. About smelling like a hospital. I am going to try and keep a straight face throughout this part of the conversation. Okay. (laughs) But I cannot promise that I'm going to make it all the way through. I am with Heather on this. This is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard in my life. Absolutely. Like... It's absurd, yet I can kind of see where both people are coming from. Like, I can see, I 100% see Jen's, like, trauma about her aunt losing her legs, and she was in the hospital all day, which is why she smelled like a hospital. (laughs) I even can kind of understand Mary having this traumatic thing happen. Yeah? The Mary thing, no. Like, I'm going to say, I'm a little confused, because did she have elective surgery to get all of her odor glands removed? So I don't know what odor glands are. I imagine they're the smelly ones. They're the the armpits and... Yeah, that sounds elective to me. Yeah, so then I don't don't get her side of it at all. Like you went in... Unless there was like something wrong and so she had to get all these glands removed. Right. Then maybe that could be a traumatic thing and so you don't like the smell of hospitals. But I don't understand this fight. I do. But the thing is, they're just so emotionally fucking backwards that they can't understand what this fight is actually about and they keep going on about this you smell like hospital it is not about that it's about jen being stressed as fuck and mary being a bit triggered and that coming together and having explosion and rather than both of them going do you know what it was just really bad timing and i'd been through this and it obviously triggered some stuff in you for sure so let's just move on we're just gonna keep saying over and over and over again but you said i smelled like hospitals (laughs) that's what we're gonna do with this and i was like i can't i cannot hear this anymore no like i really hope this is the last episode we have to deal with this fight like i really want it to be done i don't want to hear it anymore it is ridiculous heather is spot fucking on 
She is. And Heather, by the way, is hands down my favourite. Jen, I quite like. I, I yeah. sort of quite like Jen. Mary. I appreciate Jen. I struggle Mary's with. weird, dude. She's weird, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Lisa is the biggest bitch I have seen on any of these reality TV shows. Yes. Just going to say yes. it. Yes. 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 I agree. Um, Whitney, Ira is sweet. Not the sharpest tool in the box. Let's be clear. I think, yeah. I think she's a super sweet girl. Like I've, I've got a soft spot for her. Me too. Sure. I like her as well. Um, Heather, obviously, we love uh, Meredith. I, I feel a bit like she's made of stone from the inside out. Yeah, I'm getting a. Re- I I find it hard to read Meredith, and her voice kind of annoys me. Yeah, and I don't know if it's like her mix of that. Like her accent is not one thing or another. Like it's a kind of a, an amalgamation of like. New York, Chicago, Utah. I don't know. Like, it's just a very, I don't know. Um, I just think she's a bit dead inside. Yeah, somebody pointed out that her accent is a little Winona writerish, And then once you hear that, you can't unhear it. So oh, now I'm no. really trying to focus for the next time and see if I can find a Winona vibe. writerish vibe to her accent but um but i quite like her son yeah i quite like her son too he's cool so i think there's got to be something there like i wonder if she's just being very guarded because it's television i don't know well and because she's going through a separation so there's some shit going on it seems like a weird time to decide to sign up to a reality tv show if you are like too i know right it's like it's hard to know how we feel about it yeah, I'm not invested in you emotionally at all yet. Like, and I he don't seems really a bit odd. And it, well, and it seems like you're pretty much separated, anyways. Like, if he just is popping into Utah occasionally on the weekends, but working in Chicago, like, what does it matter? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, know. in my book, now they've never been married; they're just separated. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. okay, fine. Right. Um, we'll see how it goes. But the big drama obviously comes from Lisa, unsurprisingly, uh, because she is ruffling all sorts of feathers. And first on her shit list is Whitney. Now, how did you feel about Whitney going up to her and saying what she said about the gift at the vowel? Oh, that might have been where it was. Oh. It might have been on Salt Lake City that they were saying vowel. In fact, I'm almost certain it's Whitney. <laughs> Of course oh, it we is. just totally of dogged course. out the OC ladies. <laughs> but is, of course it's Whitney, right? She's calling yeah, it a vowel renewal. Probably. Okay. So Whitney goes up and, t- and has a word with Lisa because apparently the staff that she supplied to help with the tequila drank all her booze and got hammered and broke shit. I, I honestly am team Whitney on this one. I think it's totally acceptable to go to somebody and tell them how their employees acted in your home. If I was a business owner, I would want to know. If my employees I'd be fucking would go mortified as well. I would. I'd be like, I am so sorry. Like, let it be known. I will be having serious words. It's not okay. I'm sorry they did that to you in your own house. Like, for sure. That's right? the only acceptable answer. It's not acceptable to then like fight with her and essentially tell her she's wrong and you're gonna out her for being a swinger because yeah you had a problem with her employees. Like when you stand up for your friends over your rando bartender employees. Not okay. I mean, uh, 
We often get this, right? We often get people whose businesses come under scrutiny and as soon as it's on television, they get really tricked and they're like, how dare you? So I guess maybe that's where it comes from. But you don't need to behave like that. And you certainly don't need to then call up little old Whitney, who, bless her, is like so out of her fucking depth with this woman. Yeah. Like so out of her depth. And threaten her with whatever it is and I love Whitney she's like listen I don't care like people are always going to talk about me they always have always will but it's just really nasty like I honestly think she's the nastiest housewife I've seen so far yes I mean especially for something so benign and like non-personal like Whitney wasn't making it personal she wasn't making it about her business like she was just like hey this this sort of happened I thought I should let you know yeah she didn't like it one bit, did she? Fuck no, she didn't. And apparently her husband didn't either. Like, he was it. like... He's weird, too. Not pleasant. No, not nice people at all. And he's and weird. I didn't hardcore, like him. these are Like, they're hardcore Mormons, aren't they? Yeah. They're still yeah. in the church. Yeah. Huh. Mm. Interesting. I think that there's a connection. Yeah. I wonder but what we'll it could say, be. Mm, we'll see but um i mean lisa's on all sorts of people's shit list because obviously she's upset heather and i don't like it i don't like it when people upset heather because i like heather a lot heather's a badass she, she is a badass super genuine super down to earth business lady kicking ass raising her kids went through a hard mormon divorce like leave her alone leave her alone also though lisa's just so rude like Oh my God, I don't even really remember her from... I mean, it's so fucking Mean Girls High School bullshit. It's exactly that. I just... This woman is blowing my mind. Well, and let's be real. Like, when you go to BYU as a Mormon, like, you do things with people on campus. Like, it's not like... I mean, my college, I, I don't remember a lot of people that I may have gone to college with because it was like a huge... It was a huge campus. It was a lot of like distance learners or whatever. Like it was like professional people then also going to college, but like BYU is a very like faith. I mean, obviously a faith-based school, um, but also they were like a high school. Yeah. And they were friends and they were in the dorms together. Yeah. She's not like, Oh, we went to school together at the same time. She's like, we were friends at school. Like to say that you are, you don't even remember me is is crazy. I mean, she and is, that she was the girl flashing her boobs, which she totally implied. She, she implied. She did it. Like, she did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She Fair said it is. outright. I mean, Lisa yeah. is off the scale nasty. Like I've never seen anything like no. it. So I'm so excited to see. She's truly like the Wicked Witch of the fucking West. And I, <laughs> I it's blowing my mind how awful she is. Do you know what I mean like? Yeah. Even Vicky Gumbelson. I'm trying to think. Vicky was nice for a lot of seasons before she became really nasty. She was. This, this girl's come straight in with like yeah. grade A poison. I'm excited. Um, and the other, I guess a little mention is, and one of the reasons why I sort of warmed to Whitney a little bit is the chat about her dad as well, who, bless Aww. him. Here's what I want to say, and I want to say it with kindness, because obviously he's struggling and, and he's doing, it yeah. seems to be doing really well. But I do think, and Rudy Giuliani could probably benefit from this too, I do think men of a certain age should s- embrace the grey. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stop, I, I think, don't die. Don't dye the hair. No. It doesn't, it's not a great look. No, it, it looks too unnatural. 
Yeah, it does. But that being said, I've got that out of my system now. Sorry, it's not yeah. great. You know, it could have been kinder. But anyway, he seems... It seems like a really interesting dynamic to be watching, and it really made me feel for Whitney because um, I think she's done that thing where she's gone through something harsh, she's been judged, and she's learned that lesson and doesn't want to do that to somebody else who's been cut off by for everybody sure. else. Yeah. Um, I really hope I that Whitney, he does okay. Yeah, I think Whitney's just a kind soul. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, th- I couldn't even imagine kind of you know, dealing with that with your dad and not knowing about it for so long. And then, you know, kind of having to clean up, clean up the pieces essentially. Yeah. And um, being the only one as well, having that pressure of being the only one that he has to rely on and she's funding his recovery and things like that. It's, um, it says a lot about a person. So it's going to take a lot for me to start thinking badly of Whitney at this point. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, but I'm excited that it's on our roster. I'm really enjoying a, a new show. I am too. One other thing I want to bring up to everybody else out there. Did ever, is, is this general knowledge that a thumbs up means fuck you? <laughs> I think it might be a millennial. Mind you, they're not millennials. No, they're older than we are. Um, I, I didn't know this. I did not know this either. And it's, is made, it just a Utah thing? I don't, I don't know. I think we need some input. I think we need some we need input some on input, this. Listeners, sure. hello, listeners. I sounded like a 1940s radio show then. Hey, listeners. Hello, listeners. Um, <laughs> if you can tell us what you know about the thumbs up and emoji, just, I mean, honestly, just to help yeah. us out on a personal level, because God I, knows I who I've been offending. all the time. <laughs> you do. You do do a thumbs up. You love a I thumbs do. up. All the have time. You, have you been saying fuck you to me? Is Apparently I have. Haven't even noticed. Well, fuck you too. Um, <laughs> so what does fuck you mean then? Because I'm pretty, I throw those around too. <laughs> yeah, those ones. That little emoji. Yeah. The thing is also apparently the millennials are getting really annoyed because, or the Gen X sees or whoever the young ones are, are really annoyed because um, it's a real sign of our age if we use the laughing emoji to say something's funny. Apparently that's not what that's for. Apparently the crying emoji is for funny. The one with like the tears coming to the sides? No, or the ones with the, the tears single down. Tear? The, the big stream of tears How on both single... eyes. Oh yeah, I would get that would be funny too. I thought you meant like the single tear. No. The single tear is not funny. I just think the, the laughing thing is the funny thing, but apparently that's not cool anymore. Not, oh know, man. We can decide how much of a shit we decide to give. It's like that True. bit on TikTok where it's like, if we wait here for long enough, a fuck might fall into my hand and I can give it to you. Um, Maybe. <laughs> let's move on to our last show of the week. Uh, I feel like I'm losing my mind a bit. It's been a week. Um, Southern Charm. Southern Charm. I know you feel the same way, but I love how they're dealing with like the Corona rollout on this show. I feel like this is the show that's nailed it. They really are. It feels almost documentary. Like, it feels exciting. I mean, yeah. it, it feels like I'm watching a movie and there's shit building up. And, and right, all these right. people are like, nah, it's fine. And they were like, no, it's Ooh, not fine. Don't, <laughs> yeah, don't go in the dark basement. It's, it's gonna, still not yeah. fine. Almost yeah. a year later. <laughs> I know. Honestly, I do. Th- I think they've really thought about it. I love the way that they're, it's produced. It's put together. It's really yeah. creating some cool tension, even though, obviously, we know what happens. Um, right. 
I love it. I'm really enjoying it. It made me it made me excited for what's coming with Southern Charm. Um, for sure. Let's before we get onto the coronavirus chat though. Let's talk yeah. about the um, love triangle that is emerging in <laughs> South Carolina, facilitated largely by a meddling Miss Patricia. Let's be clear. Hundred percent. I love that Pringle gets so hammered that he tells Austin straight to his face that I have designs on your girlfriend and then goes to Madison and is like, I have designs on you. I feel kind of bad about it. But I do too. Listen, I'm not mad about it. I am not mad about it. I am going to say it. I fancy John Pringle. I like John Pringle. I would, I would have John Pringle's babies. And, I, and the fact that he is handling this like he is, where he's, and Craig's like, are you going to back off? He's like, TBD. I'm like, yeah, this is exciting. And Fuck let's be yeah. honest, I think he's a better match for Madison. Let's be honest. He's a grown-ass man. Yeah. Finally on the show. He is a grown-up. And I think that's what's interesting is that his presence on this show is really revealing Craig and Austin specifically to being yes. small talk. Because even Shep looks grown up next to Craig. I know. <laughs> Craig is awful. I mean, A, I think he, I thought he was older than what he was, which made his behavior even more ridiculous to me. But I still feel like he looks older than his age. If you drink and party like he drinks and parties, <laughs> you look older than your age. Like, he's 31. He yeah. looks 41. At least. Like, I thought he was our age. Yeah, I mean, we are at 39. We're only 39. Yeah. No, I know. We're yeah. eight year, But we're eight years older than he is. Yeah, he doesn't look good. And I just no. can't stand him. Like, I'm going to put no. it out there. He makes my skin crawl. Everything that comes out of his mouth, I just want to... He's a punch douche. back in. I want to slap the silly out of him. He is just an over-entitled, lazy. I think it's the laziness yeah. that I can't abide. Well, and he doesn't even have a trust fund. Like, there's no reason for him to be this lazy. But he like, likes he comes to from think very he does. hardworking, normal parents. Yeah, but he wants to act like he doesn't. That's I what I don't like. It's like it I, makes it worse. It far worse. I give Shep credit. Like, fuck it. You've got a trust fund. Yeah, do what you, you like. do. You do you yeah. like? Who am I to judge? But Craig, you don't have a trust fund. But don't pretend like you do just to get in with a crowd. You're no. like Naomi had the best escape of her life when Thank she got God. out of that relationship. Hell yes, because she was so she was way too good for him. Way too good. Way too good for him. He makes way too hardworking. And the fact normal. that he's like bitching because they can't have a party because of coronavirus and. It's just, oh, yeah. I, I was his fair, parents. I did win. I whinged a lot about our girls' weekend having to be canceled because of Corona. <laughs> that's different. I mean, that's like a whole week that we'd paid like that's thousands true. of pe- dollars and pounds yeah. for. I mean, we got our money back. That's not the point. Fair but like, news. but also, we're not partying every night. Like, this no, is one no. week out yeah, of yeah, a yeah. year that right, we got to hang days. out together. Craig's right. like partying every night and going, "Why well, I can't have that party, but I want that party." Yeah. Shut up. He's a baby. He's he is exactly the type of man I do not want my sons to grow up being. Yeah, he's exactly the type of man I do not want my daughters to bring home. No, they won't. Not on we'll my take fucking watch. Um No. But yeah, getting back to coronavirus, I mean, I feel for Leva as well, because oh. obviously this is gonna be a really difficult time for her. And they've got for no sure. idea what's coming. Do you know what I no. mean? It's so Yeah, yeah. 
Like with the Kardashians, it's so interesting to watch them. And we were all guilty of it, I'm sure. But just underestimate this whole fucking thing. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah. I think that, I think I'm really interested to watch how kind of Leva and her husband deal with their businesses and deal with their employees. And I mean, having to go through all of that and make those really tough decisions um, when this thing is ramping up. Because I feel like everybody else just kind of has to deal with their own shit. But none Where, of like, Leva has actual fucking jobs. employees. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Madison's you know? going to struggle. Obviously, Austin thinks he's going to struggle. But let me tell you, if you're selling beer in lockdown, you're probably yeah. going to be fine. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that it's it, th- there's going to be a real divide between the cast members of those that aren't really affected by it, the ones with loads of money, Whitney, Patricia, yeah. Shep, and the ones that work for a living and all of us, like Madison, Lever. Um, right. I think there's going to be a bit... Catherine. Catherine as well. Yeah, I mean, Catherine, yeah. again, is like showing her age when the coronavirus comes in. These are the moments where it's like, grow up, read the fucking news. You're not going to New York. Like, you have kids. You got to know what's going on. (laughs) Be more on top of this shit. (laughs) It's everywhere. You literally cannot turn on anything without hearing about it. I mean, it it blows my mind. I was going to make a tinfoil hat for when we talked about Craig, but I forgot. But, you know, this whole conspiracy theory, it's not real. Let's not take it seriously thing. And I think it's more frustrating because obviously with the other side, we're like right. so far into it now that we're like, how can For you sure. not take this seriously? But yeah. I, I love the way they're handling it. And I think it's been really, I think it's really interesting to watch. I do too. I like that. They've got like the governor cutting in to kind of announce like where they're at at the moment in time. And it's, yeah. it's really well done. I'm enjoying it. it. Um, so that my friends is us for another week we are back we are you know we were gutted to miss last week i've got to be honest but it's obviously yeah. it was a necessity um it was. but i'm I, i'm feeling a lot better but i'm so pleased that we're all back and up and running and we can um get back to business as usual so keep an eye on all the stories please go rate and review that old chestnut we need yes that. i was just about to say we got a new review let me just pull it up that's what i was doing with my phone here futzing about we haven't um, even yeah. had a bad review yet, have we? Uh, somebody gave us one star, but <gasps> didn't explain why. So we have one one star. But I'd like an explanation. I'd like an explanation there. too. Um, but yes, we got a new review um, from America saying, Such a fun podcast. Reagan and Kat have a great chemistry that makes it easy and fun to listen to. I like hearing their thoughts, even when we are on different sides. Hashtag Team Denise. They are still entertaining. Appreciate all you ladies, too. And thanks, Jimmy, too. Oh, Jimmy would be delighted he got a little yeah. shout out. He's very underappreciated. Well, he feels like he's very underappreciated. But then so do I. So we're all on the same page there. Um, <laughs> but listen, it, it does really help us. So please rate and review. And keep an eye on the stories. Make sure that you get your post bag submissions into us. Yeah. Um, and in the meantime, just keep safe and have a really good week. That's right. And remember, smart people watch reality TV too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Please subscribe, rate and review TV My Husband Hates wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at TV My Husband Hates and join the Facebook group to keep the conversation going when the podcast ends. If Twitter's your thing, you'll find us at TV Husbands Hate. 
Theme music and production for TV My Husband Hates by Jimmy Sims. 